Welcome to Women Who Crush, a.k.a. WWC Podcast, on Women Crush Wednesdays. We are women defining who we are and what it means to be crushing life, from the boardroom to the bedroom. I'm Eve, and joining me on Crushing Life are Miss Virtuous, Shade, Show, a.k.a. Showtime, and Lika. Yay. Welcome to Women Who Crush. Hey y'all, hey. Today's topic, we're going to get a little serious, but of course, you know, between the five of us, somebody's going to say something that's not too serious. We're going to talk about domestic violence. So, I'm going to start with some facts. Mm. On average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the U.S., This equates to more than 10 million women and men in one year. One in three women and one in four men have been victims of some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence by an intimate partner. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner. On a typical day, There are more than 200 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines nationwide. The presence of a gun in a domestic violence situation increases the risk of homicide by 500%. So, I have a friend. You know, everyone loves to take to Instagram now. And I'm waiting to see whether or not she actually left this person because she went to Instagram this week. And I'm going to show, I have it, what she actually wrote. She said, love isn't abuse in no way, form, or fashion. This is real. This picture doesn't show you the actual pain I have been through. As the days went on, the bruises got worse. The pain was unexplainable. My heart was in pain. What really hurt me the most was the expression on my child's face when she saw me as I tried to hide from her and my mom. I would never want anyone, man or woman, to go through this. I didn't deserve this. Hiding behind makeup and expensive shades just so that I can smile out in public. All from a man that said he loved me. Mm. So. That's heavy. And that's why I wanted to do this topic. Mm. Because I think... Shade, Shade, we were having this conversation before we actually started recording. That domestic violence now in 2018 appears to be not a big deal. Everyone posts this picture on Instagram. Then people come to defense of the abusers. And then it's like, oh, it's not that bad. Every, you should just forgive this person. When did we get so numb to violence in general that it now has become acceptable that... Oh, everything seems to get pushed on the rug. We enraged for a day or two, and then it's like nothing ever happened. I just feel like no sin is bigger than the other. So it's like at the end of the day, there's no excuse for somebody putting their hands on somebody. But who are we to persecute this person for the rest of their lives for making a mistake? So at the end of the day, one, I think it's if that's somebody you love, then make sure you get them out of that situation. But really, it's like it's not for you to judge that person until they die 
you beat my friend ass in 03. Like, at the end of the day, that situation happened. That person had to apologize. If they did apologize, you have to move. They have to move forward, and so do we. Like, I just feel like that's that's part of Americans being so judgmental. Like, yeah, that type of behavior shouldn't be tolerated and it's not accepted, but you're not God to persecute this person. You can't keep holding this over their head. And that's why I, I made a comment, guys, before we started recording, can we let Chris Brown live? And I said that because it's like, damn, how many how many years are we going to persecute this, this guy for beating Rihanna's ass? Yes, it was wrong. Yes, it happened. We don't condone domestic violence. But how long are we going to hold that over his head? Allow him to sit in his truth, which he did for years. Allow him to sit in his truth, and it's over with. Move on. That's not our business to keep bringing it up over and over again. If you're going to get into a serious relationship with Chris Brown, then by all means, you should probably be thinking about that. Once upon a time, he was a, a in an abusive relationship, and he was the abuser. But at the same time, I just feel like for us to keep dwelling on it and talking about it, like, why why do that? Like, I think it's two different issues we're talking about here. Because... Um, we're not, I mean, when you separate how we feel about abusers or how society views abusers, let's just, let's just really be realistic here. Society does not put a lot of value, and I don't care who's going to get mad about this. So, society does not put a lot of value on the lives of women in this country and, and in a lot of countries. So, men beat women's asses and do all of this stuff and it's domestic violence. I'm not saying it doesn't go to flip side, but for the most part, it's the other way. And we're expected to just move on. No, we don't have to. We don't have to move on. We don't have to ever move on. Domestic violence is... It's real. And it, and a myth, it's a punk bitch move. It escalates. It's a punk bitch move. And most of the time, the underlying thing is mental illness. These men have issues from... That women, we as women cannot solve, and, and it's long-standing. Because these things, a, a lot of times, a lot of times, escalate to the death yeah. of a woman. Yeah. Yep. And that's the issue that you have at hand. I know we talk about Chris Brown. Rihanna didn't die, but she didn't <laughs> die, but there could have been a possibility that she could have because of his action. Mm -hmm. And he's a celebrity. Right. And like so many times, like we talk about social media, you have so many celebrities nowadays. It's so, Beating. like, you had Tammy and, and uh, I mean, not Tammy, but uh, Fabulous. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and, right. And her. And her. It, but if he, but not the, but then think about yeah. if he would have murdered her. Yeah. Do murderers get a pass? No. no. You did something. Assault is a crime. Yeah. And and no, we yeah. we don't should we don't just we don't I just think give everyone you a should be held accountable. Type thing. That I was attempted, like, but it's, it's it works both ways. Like I feel, yes, it is hard sometimes for women to get out of the situations that sometimes they're dependent upon that person. Yeah. They also may you need need, need mental health because mm -hmm. yes. what would be wrong with you to stay with someone who constantly beats yeah. you? How can you be so conditioned to take that abuse? over years and periods of time because typically i'm not talking about somebody who truly made a mistake and you know you got into an altercation yeah. we're talking about people who abuse really, all the yeah, any relationship they end they, they yeah you, you have yeah you have on a regular basis. i feel like if a man it's, it's a thin line i feel like if a man can punch you and give you a black eye one time he can murder you the second time that's mm -hmm. how i feel i feel like if he can't control himself to that point where he can't put his hands on you like you said, it's different if you're having an altercation and he has to restrain you because you're wilding out and he's mm -hmm. holding on to you or something like that and you get a bruise. I'm talking about men that Ooh, actually pummel good. women like they're a man in the street. I'm talking about those situations. If he could do that, he could kill you. I just read in the paper and I was reading it to Ed on the way here. 
This girl, they found her in Queens, a nurse, strangled to death, all her teeth missing. Her two brothers found her. You know at the end of the day they're going to find out that that was some ex-boyfriend or some domestic violence situation. Why? Or these men that shoot these women in front of their kids or shoot them and the kids. I, I just, I can't say from a mental health standpoint, like, why don't they just leave? Because obviously there's yeah, something yeah, wrong yeah, where yeah. they just can't, can't walk leave. away or mm -hmm. leave. I'm sure people have been infuriated to the point where they like, I could actually kill you. But they have the wherewithal to say, I'm going to walk away from this. Maybe they just don't. But if you're in that situation, and then we can't, what I say we can't judge is the women that stay. Because they get into like this mode of, it's like a, a, a syndrome they have. Like they think that this is going to get better. They listen to the lies that they're sorry. And then it just goes back to that. And it goes back. If you get so enraged that you could actually even slap your your spouse in whichever way it goes, men slapping women and women slapping yeah. men. No, yeah. I think that that's a problem. I think that that's a toxic relationship that you should just yeah. either get help or get out because somebody will kill somebody at the end of the day. I don't, we I don't know. Some, we know a few people cause didn't, um, let me say by, by name, but didn't her sister get murdered by her? Yeah, I had a, um, one of my best friends from, uh, Chicago, her sister was murdered by an ex-boyfriend. It was a relationship where it was domestic violence and she tried to get out. And then, um, of course, they tried to reconcile. They went to a concert and took her back to, I believe, his place, got into an argument, and he ended up shooting her several times in the parking lot. Like, she got out and ended up shooting and killing her. And she left behind two um, young kids. So... I think with it the celebrities, is, it's yeah. just because it's in the forefront and we yeah. we hold them to some kind of, like, different standard that we think that, you know, it's not the same. It yeah. is the same. Like, it's yeah, the same. It's the same. I mean, like if, I, if my yeah. best friend, if my best friend was Rihanna and Chris Brown beat her ass, even if she provoked him or they beat each other's ass, I would be saying... Y'all shouldn't be together. And every time I see him, I would be like, you bitch but there is, But there is still underlining, even with the whole Chris Brown, because even after Rihanna, he had Karuchi, and she's admitted to him even hitting her. And he said he grew up in a domestic violence situation. Have, um, he said his mother was getting her ass beat. Order and he, that's him. what he saw growing up. That's what he knew. That's, you know, that's the practice. And that's why it's important that you... You know, when yeah. you're in these situations, your kids yeah. come first. Yeah. I mean, because they see this and then they think that it's, girls think Except that it's okay and boys yeah. think that it's and okay And that's the major do. issue nowadays, just we always have to go back to social media. When you have children that have an Instagram and a Facebook and they follow these celebrities and they see these girls either forgiving the guy or mm -hmm. sweeping it on the rug, then you, yeah, you can say what your parents say all day along of, you know, how you have the situation. But there is a portion that's also raising children from social media. Now, on another flip side, what about, like, just, I guess it's not really, like, either, you know, a man really getting abused or a woman, like, on a regular basis, but when you have, like, just arguments that escalate where it just really truly is a mistake, maybe, like, because I feel like, I know, Evelyn. like, some people say, like, can, can men, you know, can a woman provoke a man to hit her, and I do feel like if somebody's punching you nonstop, and how much can you be like, oh no, 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 I'm getting my I, ass whooped. I definitely think like, you women can provoke a man like, to hit them. That's you're gonna have to back you up off me. Like I gotta do something. Like, you can kill me, me the same way um, I can kill you. Well, yeah, domestic violence goes both ways. Yeah, and I'm very much men all the time. This is what I teach my daughters. Like you can't. I don't care. I don't care how mad you get. You cannot put your hands yeah. on any other human being and not expect them to put their mm -hmm. hands back on you, whether it's another girl or a boy. Yeah. 
So just because he's a boy, he's not supposed to hit you back. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to teach our son, mm -hmm, you know, if a girl hits you, try to mitigate it because mm -hmm. you're going to be bigger. Blah. But how much is that he's supposed to yeah. take? She's supposed to scratch him in the face, hit him, punch him, spit on him, kick him. Yeah. And then he's not supposed to just, he's just not supposed yeah. to do anything. Like, I don't want my, I don't want to teach that a boy or even a girl. Don't put your hands on anybody. It's just not yeah. right. I remember seeing a video, like, I guess they were high school age. Where the guy, he was just sitting down. The girl was just like yelling at him, just arguing, trying to provoke the boy, punching him, hitting him. And he's like, leave me alone, leave me alone. He moves, she still follow him around. So he then body slams her. Then she's like in complete shock, like, oh my God, I can't believe And guess what? If a teacher that. walked up on the scene, like, guess what? He's going to be Yeah, and, and, and then it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, quote unquote, men are stronger than women. So I'm like, why even just test that situation like of course you have your emotions and your adrenaline going that you but i, I think just don't you think can take anybody on. and i do feel like in those situations like even with evelyn lazada in um chat chat like when you're in a small confined space like you're in a car and that's just like a, a headbutt is like a, a weird to me like kind of like thing to, start thing off to with do like unless, so, somebody is unless actually somebody's like really in your, your face, face and then yeah. we're already i'm pretty sure they probably was in a sports car or something yeah nice. they were <laughs> but i thought it was a frizz a Prius. Prius. I thought it was a Prius. You remember he was like super cheap. I think it was a Prius. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It was a but no, I just do think that that was a weird, um, you know, type of thing. And then like, and like she got, you know, he could have very much so that was his action that he really did. But then people talk so badly about her, about how she is, how aggressive she is. And, and all the and fights like, oh, this, you probably wise. provoke Yeah, because people, you would think that because, you know, the way she's portrayed herself on TV, you'd be like, just like Tammy just said on Basketball Wives, she's like, you know that you was beating up on Chad. And yeah. she said, I, and then she was like, I shouldn't have said that. Too late, you already said it. So she was like, you made that man lose his career over that, knowing that you was fighting him. I was like, ooh. I think it's, I just think it's, as, as a person who's been in a situation where I had something happen to me like that, I just think that um, when those toxic situations get to that level and somebody can do something like that to you, even if they say it was in the heat of the moment, because that was my situation. It was like, it was the heat of the moment. I ended up with a black eye, big swollen lip, and no way to explain this, like, to my, my daughter, to my father, like... How did you get this black eye? Like, what what, what what, happened here? What happened so bad? It happened so fast. I didn't know. And I was young. And I was confused. Like, this had never happened before, you know. But once you sit down and you think about it, you're like, this situation is toxic. If this person could give me a black eye in the heat of the moment, they could shoot me, stab me, kill me, kill my child. And uh, this is not what I want for my life. You have to know that this is not what you want for your life. Especially when you grow up and your own parents don't, Put their hands on you. Mm -hmm. You know what? What? When did this situation become that you let a man or a woman put their hands on you? You know, and so that's just something that's that I don't do. Like I don't care how much I yell and scream because sometimes I I lose it and I'm yelling and I'm screaming. I would not put my hand on my spouse. I'm not gonna do. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even feel the urge to do that. To slap them, kick them, spit on them. And you do you know what it is to spit on somebody? That's the lowest disrespect. Like, 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 that's, that's like... the most disrespectful thing you could do oh to my, a person. Yeah. Kicking somebody yeah. and spitting on them is like saying... You ain't shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just... Mm -mm. So, I, don't put... It goes both ways, I guess, for me. You know, I'm always curious because I was like, 
I've never been hit by a man before, but I wonder what my reaction would be if a nigga would. Like, um, if a nigga would, you would be seeing little stars at first, and uh-huh. you would be laying there like, did this just happen to me? And you feel your face going, oh. and you're like, yo, did I just get fucking punched in the face oh. like a man? That's it's what happens. It's a and shocker. I, like, it's a shocker. It's a shocker. And you see, like, little Tweety Birds, for real. you like, yo... And then your next next instinct is like, oh no, bitch, you going to jail. Call nine one one. Then the cops come and they take it to another level. And then you yeah. like, what oh. is happening? Am I in the matrix? Yeah. yeah you oh, alright. This motherfucker put his hands on me. We fight. You you're know? not gonna fight because you're gonna be incapacitated if no, a if a no, man man hit you. Really hit you hard. No, because no. you gonna your brain gonna be a little sh- scared. I hear what you're mm. saying, but I'm fighting back. Period. Is you not getting away from this? You gonna feel? You gonna get your ass told fuck know. up? I don't give a fuck. fuck. I couldn't you, gather my uh, thoughts. I had like a no, concussion. My my mm. initial reaction is going to be to launch at your motherfucking ass with whatever's closest by an iron, a motherfucking I don't care, a rack of hangers. I don't know. Shoe rack, shoe tower. And I'm I tell you what, ass, you think that kids, are, children are young and that things like this happen in front of them and they'll get mm-hmm. over it. Do you know that to this day, I just had a long talk with my daughter who at the time this happened to me was three and she's 22 and she still says that that is the worst day of her whole childhood, seeing mm-hmm. that happen. That's the worst day of her whole childhood. She's 22. She had... She no said time. that's mm-hmm. one of the worst experiences, she, and she still thinks about it, and she still can't shake it, seeing wow. that happen. So yeah, imagine children that see it in repetitive cycle. over and over and over And look and at over Emily again. and Fab. I mean, they got all those they kids, kids together. They, right. I don't like, care what. You you first of all, you send in a kids. terrible you message to your daughter. Screaming. screaming on that yeah. video. She's sending a terrible message to her daughter. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if he got money. Let them knock your teeth out? What? And then you just with them in the... And then the two boys, like, that's... Yo, I, I was a fabulous fan, but look. Yeah. You wrong, bro. And yeah, then you... Now man. now all of a sudden, I'm good enough to be on your page, and we're going to yeah, do a family, and we're going to do family sneakers, and all that shit. It is a out of cycle, because my aunt... Um, Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend, husband, I can't remember if they were married at that time. He knocked, he beat the crap out of my aunt. And I mean, he knocked her teeth out. I remember her that. And I was very young out. when that happened that to happened her. So long. And I, I was mean, really young. And I remember seeing yep, her face. face. Or do you remember Ooh. that time we was in the video store and that girl came running in? Because her and her boyfriend had got into it. And, and I was up. young as well. Mm-hmm. And it just really scared me. Being like, maybe I was like no more than about six, six. or seven. To see a woman running in and the video store owner had to lock the door. door. Because she had, like, a black eye, her nails was all broken, and she was just really shook. And so I'm, like, to be, like, I'm not even in the situation, but being that I was so young, I really remember that. And I was, like, I don't ever want to be in that situation. Because her two daughters, both Mm -hmm. of them, my the oldest one, who's my age, she was in an abusive relationship when she was 18. And I mean, this guy used to beat my cousin's ass on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. Her youngest, my other cousin, the youngest one, her to this day right now, she's in an abusive relationship. Mm. She's in such an abusive relationship that he has basically separated her from our entire family and no one sees her. And my aunt had to take the kids because she wasn't taking care of the kids. It was just him and her. And, well, at least the kids got her. But then there's another repetitive cycle because what are her kids are now going to be doing? Mm. Yeah. They, they don't have their mother. Yeah. All they saw was abuse. They split in their separate homes now. My aunt took some. Um, yeah, one of the kids is living sad. with a friend. I mean, and it's just 
it's just a trickle down effect. It really is. Domestic violence will always be a trickle down effect. And it does nothing. Nothing comes. Don't get out. Good, nothing. Could, yeah. Nothing good can come from. And then that. even from a standpoint, when it comes from like police or law thing, it's like you have to say like, yeah, I want this person arrested because I know I had. Well, a friend, the law changed yeah. in New York now. Okay. Yeah, different states and like sometimes like you don't both parties will get no. arrested mm-hmm. like depending yeah, on what like, the state like that is. Law. And when I know that. Um, I know that a girl that I know, she lives in a condo, and she had wrote a status about, like, the couple upstairs, um, they just keep arguing and, and getting into fights, and, you know, several neighbors had called the police on this, but they are like, um, being that, like, when they get there, there's nothing going on, and neither one of them, you know, gonna say anything. Well, in New York now, you don't have a choice, like, because so many women were in domestic violence situations and then would say, no, I'm not going to press charges. In New York now, if they come, the guy, you know, whatever, the, whoever the aggressor is, the state, the, the city is going to press charges mm-hmm. against the person. Dude. And you don't need yeah. the victim to say that they are because so many women were too afraid wow. to press charges. And so, I mean, whew, it's, it's, just well, let's let's switch gears just a little bit because we keep talking about domestic violence as far as the physical abuse. We need to get into the emotional abuse. That's a big one too, and verbal abuse and because it, like it starts it starts there. Even, yeah, because they even if they're with, not putting their hands on you, it starts they can say emotion. certain things and it yeah. becomes this psychological thing. I almost think that's worse. Yeah, I it think is it worse. Is, I think it, it really is worse. Is. I almost think that's worse when they take away your self esteem mm-hmm. and they take and they you know they make you feel worthless and then you're in this situation. And this, upon them. let's just say that this, whoever, whoever the aggressor is, is the weaker person. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's mm-hmm. just say that that's, that's exactly, that's what, exactly it what it is mm-hmm. because you're insecure, you're weak. And so you want to make this person feel less than mm-hmm. and weak and insecure because just you, like you mm-hmm. No, because you're, you know that this, you know that this person is probably more valuable or valuable or smarter or whatever. So you want to take it away from them. That's just. I don't know. I mean, also, too, it's like with emotional abuse, it's how you make someone feel. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know even me, I'm a very blunt, straight shooter. I'm not putting no sprinkles on that shit. And, you know, my boyfriend is a little more sensitive, so, like, he needs that sprinkle, like, that little sugar when you're delivering something. So, it's it's challenging because it's like, I don't want to become a, a, a verbally abusive person. But if he feels like I'm being aggressive when I'm saying certain things, then that can be, you know. So it's also kind of learning your partner because the smallest things could be verbal abuse to someone who may be sensitive. So I think that, um, I don't know, I suggest counseling to all capacities, even if y'all have the perfect cookie-cutter relationship. Me too. Because um, learning how to communicate with your significant other I think is really important. And having that middleman that is not in your family, not in your friend circle, is completely outside of the relationship to help you make sure that everyone's getting out what they need to get out and being able to voice it. Because what you don't want to happen is that they snap, crackle, and pop, and you didn't know what the hell was going on. I think emotional abuse is... Think about how if you talk to a a kid all the time, Mm -hmm. like... You dumb, you dirty, you just... They're yeah. going to believe they that. They believe it. Yeah, because there's a difference between being blunt and just being downright... Emotionally rude. abusive. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I can sit up here and tell you the truth about something, but I don't have to be rude about it. I don't have to name call or anything like that. Yeah. When it gets to the name calling aspect, that's when you know you got to cut that, that shit off immediately. Yeah. Because that yeah. shit ain't cool. Yeah, don't, don't, um, don't call me out my name, especially in front of my children. That's like the lowest... 
And I know that people lose control sometimes in an argument and they say things. Mm-hmm. But it's a difference between saying, like, you get on my fucking nerve. Like, you know, yeah, like right, an yeah, argument, yeah, like regular yeah, people argument right, and saying, yeah. you are a you worthless. Shit. Like, all the time. Your mother should have swallowed you. You know, shit like that. You know, Emotional <laughs> abuse is crazy. <laughs> Who says that all the time? And you know, people, oh, 50 cents says that all the time. You know that people do that in a subtle way. They don't have to be real dumb. And, they could be like, you know, you don't, you don't do this. You don't do that. My friends' wives do this. Mm-hmm. My friends' husbands do this. You know, that's worth to me. That comparison thing, that would make me. I don't know. But that's how real abusers are, because most abuse doesn't start f- with physical. It does start with mm-hmm. mental, mm-hmm. emotional. Definitely. They have they it, they it escalates. They you start mm-hmm. off with, mm, you know, oh, you know, you didn't clean the house today. Then it escalates to, oh, you know, you worthless. You can't even. You didn't even cook. I mean, it it goes up mm-hmm. and up and mm-hmm. up. Do y'all have the wheel? Basically, it's um, it's like a wheel. It's like three, and it's cut into how you can recognize the signs of an abuser. No, you need to send that to us. Yeah. I'm interested. Let me find that. We'll post it. And then people get, I think people kind of get like in a PTSD state, and they just stay. They think this is what abuse. What a lot of abusers do is make you feel like you can't live without them too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, where you gonna go without me? You ain't got shit. You ain't shit. You mm-hmm. where you gonna go without me? That's the constant. That's nobody's gonna want you. Control. Nobody's gonna this. You're ugly. You're not this. You're not good enough. Blah blah blah. And that's just a whole continuum mm-hmm. of fuckery. Mm-hmm. That's me. But that is so true. Gotta recognize the signs early of an abuser for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sometimes starts when you a damn teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know. This was a heavy topic, guys. Okay, we're going to end with if you are in a domestic violence situation and you do need help, there is a hotline. Well, we will post the number below, but the number is 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-SAFE, 7233. Thank you for tuning in. See you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to Women Who Crush. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And don't forget, we'll be back next Wednesday on Women Crush Wednesdays.